Date Bayo. Date Bayo. <laughs> Nani. Uh, welcome. Welcome. How long uh, has it been? It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a couple <laughs> weeks. It's been a while. Since you heard from me. Uh, yeah, it's mostly my fault. We talked about it last week, but uh, real quick, let's just introduce. We got a guest tonight. Hold on. What's up? <laughs> I'm back. I was like, is he there? <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I'm here. <laughs> um, right. I, I love the intro sound. Now that I got the headphones on because yeah. we were talking over uh, Skype. You, they're like, dun, 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 dun. it's like, yeah. like it, you could tell, like they threw that in there. Dude, did Jesse show you his fucking Mega Man vinyl collection? No, I could only imagine. Dude, it was ninety bucks, and it's six records. Each Amazing. one, each sleeve has art. It's fucking incredible. Beautiful. We talked about it last week, but it's uh, it's music. It's all the music from Mega Man one through eleven, and then he has the collection for X, I think, and something else. They're about to release the uh, Mega Man X collection, no Zero collection, for uh, the Switch. Doubt. So, <laughs> p- play your Mega Man on the go because they already did the the other collections, the X collection, and everything else. Do you truly play mm. the Switch on the go, though, when you're going to the bathroom? <laughs> Actually, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I play until my feet tingle, <laughs> and I can't get up. You know what's funny with all of our friends having babies, you know, having, like, young kids, is it's funny to watch them be walking around playing, like, crawling, and they stop dead to poop. Like, you can immediately see when they're pooping. They, like, get the most serious faces on. Well, today oh, yeah. I'll... Today, a little backstory. I was late to the podcast, uh, about ten minutes, because uh, little baby was uh, was taking a bath and uh, decided to let out a poo-poo. And uh, she decided to muddy the waters. <laughs> she definitely muddied the waters. I had to get the latex gloves out and go go try and wrestle that snake, and Bro. found out that you can't wrestle a snake in water. You're gonna lose. Dude, you should have went bobbing for apples, bro. What kind of dad are you? <laughs> you basically had a fight with Clayface and lost. <laughs> I just imagine like a Yoshi uh, sound there. Yeah, that's when you're... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I've been it's training Mario for... Mario punching the back of Yoshi's fucking head. Look <laughs> 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 that fucking shit up. You got to, uh, you know, he's been training for it his whole life. He's been tongue darting buttholes for years. <laughs> got to be uh, good at something. Any hoodle, my poodle. Yeah, um, it's been a couple couple weeks. I tried to get you uh, to record on the road, but uh, we both were sick. Yeah, I was going to sleep every night at like eight. You couldn't because you were doing shit every yeah. night. Yeah, and so we we were up at a convention, and uh, after after the show every night, there's all these different events going on for these different vendors, and one of my coworkers was at every he was out every night till like one two a.m. up at five. Yeah. I'm like. He had the balls to call me one night at like one thirty. He FaceTimed both of us at one forty five. Out I, of his mind. I texted him where I'm like, How dare you <laughs> FaceTime me after eleven PM? You, th- you think I'm gonna pick that one up? I'm awake and I barely pick up people's <laughs> calls. <laughs> yeah, Aaron does not like it when I call him, but I like to uh, I rather call than text. I'm a texter. Mm. I'm not a texter. Because I can text with one hand and keep jacking off with the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends. For me, it depends where I'm at. If I'm at work, see, I'm a truck driver. So if I'm at work, I'd rather take the phone call. Yeah, because then obviously. I can still like move stuff around, do stuff, and I can talk. 
when I'm at home with the family and everything, I'd rather the text. Like, I, I don't really want to be on the phone. I'll just, you know, text you right quick or something like that. So it, it depends where I'm at. I'm with you. Because if I'm at home, I'm usually doing something. Like, I'm playing a video game or I'm watching anime. I'm watching TV. I'm, eat, I'm making dinner or eating dinner, you know, whatever. Last night, I chefed hard. I made grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You've been watching a lot of those chef shows. <laughs> oh, you saw my post today. Candice. <laughs> yeah. They're, I'm watching MasterChef because Kelsey and I watch... Uh, we love Gordon Ramsay. He's the third in our relationship. Um, <laughs> and we just finished... Aaron, you're doing it wrong, <laughs> you donkey. <laughs> the scallops are fucking raw. <laughs> um, but so we've been watching MasterChef because we like competition shows. I like just watching people cook and like the things that they come up with. Um, but she hates the first episode, the first couple episodes of the season where they're like getting the people that they pick. But luckily, the the newer seasons, they just do one of those. Like they say we had it's like American Idol. They're like, we had a national thing. Everybody auditioned. These are the top 30 people. And we're going to wheedle that down by a couple. Like we just have one competition. Everybody cooks. And then we decide who we want to like actually be on the show. But there's a girl named fucking Chandis. <laughs> she was like from Ohio. No, Idaho. Because she was like. I'm from Idaho, so I'm going to make potatoes and I'm going to make them right. And she was just like this, like dolled up, blonde, you know, Barbie looking white girl. And her name was fucking Chandis. I was like, what the fuck kind of name is Chandis? I like the fact that you made a uh, post today on your Facebook <laughs> saying that like, it's like if you diss Jackie Chan. <laughs> I said it's pronounced like a Jackie Chan insult. <laughs> <laughs> a Chandis. Oh, <laughs> oh, you just got Chandis, son. <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of the cooking shows, uh, we actually supposed to be kicking that off soon. I already filmed one episode for. Um, it's going to be The Last of Us themed. It's a rabbit stew I did. So that, that should be coming back. And then Jesse gave me an idea for a Street Fighter thing. And we're going to be cooking that up next weekend. So food is kind of coming back in the game. Awesome. You you said originally. For a while. Yeah, you said originally your chef was like not having time. Is he coming back? He actually is. Yeah. Oh, good, like, good, I did the, the first episode by myself. So yeah. it's all me. Well, he's coming back for the Street Fighter one. And he should be back with it again. He kind of got some stuff straightened out. And he's wanting to join back up. So, yeah, we're definitely doing it again. Good. Yeah, because it helps to have, you know, I mean, it's funny in one way. Like, I mean, I'm sure you can cook, too. But, like, you know, you're not a trained chef. Well, are you a trained chef? No, I'm not a trained <laughs> chef. No. And he's okay. not, technically, he's not either. We oh. just call him that. But, like, he grew up, though. Like, all his life growing up, like his family were cooks and stuff like that. And he grew up just in the kitchen cooking. So like, he's very, he knows what he's doing more. I've been learning. I've been reading books and I've been like getting into it more, but like, yeah, no, no not trained chef, not at all. And in fact, that's kind of the part of the show is that we just do weird shit. Like the thing Jesse turned me on to is a uh, El Forte uh, at the end of street fighter four. He tries to make this weird dish and this shit is fucking weird. <laughs> So um, we're going to do that and just kind of see how the fuck this shit comes out, you know. So, um, yeah. So I noticed you've been playing Resident Evil 3, uh, the, the original sure. Resident, Evil, Resident Evil 3, which I actually love uh, that game back in the day. Yes. A little bit. I love that game, too, now because I didn't play it back in the day. And uh, I beat it. I uh, did it on the hard mode. And... Um, yeah, fuck Nemesis. Yeah, dude. That motherfucker. I, fucking, lo- like, I loved watching the video of your boss fight there. Yo, yeah. Did you see the one where he just picks me up and tosses me over his head? Like, and, holy fuck, dude. And there was a kill, se- <laughs> there was a kill sequence to it as Damn. well. 
Oh yeah, I did one where I cut together just I call it the Ballad of Death by Nemesis, <laughs> and it's just like a bunch of times that he just fucking killed me, <laughs> and uh, like Nemesis just he hauls ass to kill you, like he runs. Yeah, he like, rushes. I try you. to run away, and he's like gunning down the fucking street, rocket launcher in hand. It's like fuck, dude. You telling me you're running like this? You got a drive in your hand yeah he's get like the a, fuck out of here he's like a hundred or like a thousand pound dude with a rocket launcher and he's just hauling ass but yes that uh that's the last of the resident evils that were like truly survival horror because then it goes four and that turned you know there was there was the beginning of it's more survival but then it just becomes an action game you're like on a fucking jet ski yeah. shooting that shit and it's, it's good in its own way but i think one two and three are just i think the core series of resident uh, Evil. you can y- that's the core series. You can add seven to the list of survival horror because Dude. seven goes back into it pretty good. I started playing that. I rage quit. There's too many times in the beginning <laughs> where they put you up against something you you just can't kill, but you're supposed to figure out how to. Mm-hmm. Like the first time you fight Mia, she's got a fucking chainsaw and she's just whacking at you and you have a gun, but it doesn't do anything. Like, you shoot her, and you can, like, kind of stun her. But what you realize is you have to block. Like, I had to look it up, and it was really annoying. I'm like, they didn't tell me any of this. There's no, like, you're not trained for it. Which, you know, I guess some people don't want their hands held. It's just, to me, like, I don't like when they introduce mechanics, and they don't tell you the mechanic is there. Like, why would I Mm. assume I can hold my arm up and block a chainsaw? I imagine I just want to shoot her. I was shooting her legs. I was trying to just stop her. And then you fight the dad, and then it's like this forced stealth sequence where he's like breaking through walls like the Kool-Aid man. And I just got really annoyed. Like, I did it like five or six times, and then I was like, I don't have the patience for this. I liked it. I I liked the dad sequence, and I thought for sure. I I remember being told something about blocking. I I don't remember having to look that up, and I remember that being something that the game told you before that sequence. It's, I don't know if it, it, it may not have told you right there on the spot with her, but I, I feel like I remember it doing that. So I, I don't know. It's it didn't, maybe not. It's been a while. I think like I figured out that you could block. Like I knew you could block because I blocked like a, I think you fight a zombie once or something like something jumps out and you can block it and that's fine. I just didn't like it didn't tell me that if you not tell you, I guess you'd figure that out. But like, when you block her attack, it actually stuns her for a second. It throws her back, and you can get a couple shots off. So, like, the real way to beat her is you block as she, you you bait her to do the overhead downward slash, and that's mm. when you can block. But like, it, it mm. the thing is that annoyed me was everyone can run in that game, and you are like the slowest asshole on earth. Like, I was trying to strafe backwards and like bait her around things, and she was like lightning speed and i was literally running through mud so <laughs> it's not a bad game it's just i wasn't in the headspace for it like i was just i don't know yeah. it was like a saturday and i was like i could be playing something that i enjoy that i would have enjoyment out of like wow mm-hmm. no i was playing uh, uh grim dawn i would strongly suggest trying to go back to it but to, but to be honest more than that i would suggest go back to re2 re2 remake play that that that's that's really fucking good game yeah and uh they really remade that well and uh one of the you know speaking of those block mechanics um resident evil 3 had the different thing where they had the the dodge mechanic that i don't remember 
in the earlier ones, but I could I could just be forgetting. It's been a while since I played them. Definitely not and, uh, one. One, you're just like a fucking. You walk one mile an hour and yeah. you turn like you've never been alive in your life. You're like yeah. you turn like a robot. So they call yeah. The Resident Evil Two remake. There's no dodge mechanic. Resident Evil Three. There's a dodge mechanic to it, and um, they took it from you know, Fighting it, Force. It, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's interesting because um. Resident Evil 3, because I, I, I played Resident Evil 2 Remake again, and then I went to Resident Evil 3. And uh, Resident Evil 3, first of all, one of the things I noticed is there's a shit ton of zombies that attack you in that game. Yeah. Like, in, in, in Resident Evil 2 Remake, you go down the hallway, and there might be, like, one zombie here, one over there. But it's still, it, it felt a little more terrifying of an experience because you, you're like, oh, I can get around him. But, like, you feel like, Oh shit! Like he's gonna grab me, and like you know, it's like you just get out of it, or you get grabbed, yeah, and you're like fuck. Yeah, you're like, and what's Resident the Evil trick? 3, yeah, I'll walk through a hallway, and there's just like six zombies right there, and it's like, yeah, I'm not running through this. Either, <laughs> either I'm going to the limp through and get bit up, or try and do this dodge mechanic that like it's kind of hard to nail down with certain enemies. Or like I'm a waste a ton of ammo clearing out like five zombies. Like there was one moment i think i even put a video up you did where i was walking you down, down the alley hallway and a door bust open and like five zombies just come running out well you <laughs> had one down the alley where you had to open this gate and then there's a bunch of them there i i think mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. with yeah, it, th- it was a lot i think with three it was to like really drive home the city part of it because like two you go more through the city because you know one you're in the mansion then two you start at the hospital right or yeah you start at the hospital in two and then three, it's like, I think it's to show the progression of, of the zombie plague. I mean, and also they probably were trying to bring more action to it. You know, they wanted to give you more tools in your tool belt, especially since they're throwing fucking Nemesis at you. And Nemesis, yeah. man, when you see him, you're just like, well, <laughs> you're like, yeah. you're like, I'm 50-50 fucked here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I downed him a few times and I was able to get the Desert Eagle. Oh, nice. But there was there was there was one or two times that um like I just ran by him because um there was one in particular where it was in the um what is it? The City Hall, I think it is. And, and you're in this really tight hallway. And like I would even dodge his attacks. I seen her doing the movement to dodge, but because we're in such a tight spot, he would still just grab me even though I dodged the attack. And so I couldn't get out of this fight without almost dying. And because my health was so low, I didn't have any health around. I, I, there was none available. And the next spot was a giant worm that runs around oh, the city. Oh, man, yeah. And you, you got to hit those buttons. You got to hit the buttons to, to to open up the door to climb up out of this, like, little sewer area or whatnot. And, um, like, I'm limping. So I couldn't move fast enough, and I was getting hit by the worm. So I was like, well, fuck, like, I, I just can't kill Nemesis. I've got to run by him because I need to be able to be fast enough to get away from this worm. So, like, there there was a bit of that where – and it was my first time playing through. And uh, so I was like, okay, I was just, like, learning. But I was able to kill him. If you you got one one health and you save up enough freeze grenades or magnum ammo and you at least got one thing of health to heal, you can knock out Nemesis. He's not he's not too bad. That's uh... – and. Uh, that's something that the older yeah. Resident Evils did too. Was they made you consider shit like that? Like sometimes you'd have to go reload an old save because you're like, I fucked myself. I used all my stuff. Oh, I did that. 
Yeah. I, I did that about four or five times playing the Nemesis. There, there was a few times where I was like, fuck, you know what? I fucked up and I'm glad I did multiple saves. I yep. planned because I thought that might be the case. And yeah. But, you know, in Resident Evil 2 Remake, what they do is like kind of worse because what they do is like Resident Evil 3, they gave me an overabundance of uh, ink cartridges to save. Resident Evil 2, if you play it on hardcore mode, you barely, you barely get any save cartridges. So you have to plan when you want to save. Or oh, like, because you either save yeah, yeah. now and you got to replay this whole section if you die. Or you can like, you know, maybe save again to get, you know, oh, I just passed this hard part. I don't want to do it again. Well, now you ain't going to be able to save until you find another one. And they're not in abundance. In Resident Evil 3, I was finding them fucking everywhere. So it wasn't a problem having multiple saves. There was a, there was a, uh, in Resident Evil 1, if you got through the whole game without using a single save ribbon, you got Tofu, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, that, and that's a motherfucker. I mean, you know, I'm sure that game isn't that long if you know how to get through it, but. Just uh, yeah. imagine the shit your pants feeling. Of fucking yeah. <laughs> kind of that. yeah, yeah, for sure, man. What have you been playing it on? Uh, PlayStation Three. So PlayStation Three, the the PlayStation Network, they're selling like a lot of the old PlayStation One games for like five, ten bucks. So uh, because I I couldn't find, I don't have anything to play it on like a physical. Um, can the PS Three play PS One games? No. It's backwards compatible. The fatties are backwards compatible to two, but no. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, um, and I have a fat boy, but I, uh, it's broken. I need to get it repaired. I'm holding on to it. I, I just need to get it fixed. But um, so I'm, I I'm checking Aaron on that because I was only like, I think the fat huh? boys. I said I'm checking Aaron on that because I think they're the fat boys were compatible with one. I thought so too. Fucking I think that, I thought me, they were bro. compatible with all of it. And I think the Slims are just compatible with PS2. No, the Slims think, aren't backwards compatible close. at all. Yeah, they're not. Only the fatties were. And mm. that's why when they would die, people would be super sad. Mine. Yeah, yeah. Mine, I think the lens is out. I just need to get a lens replaced mm. in it to, so it can read disc again. So uh, I, I've been, I, I need to see if I can get that done. But anyways, now I played it on PS3. So um, I didn't really have any streaming stuff. So those recordings you see are like I set up my phone. And just recorded me playing at certain sections. I thought something interesting might happen, dude. And I was, then I just kind of cut it from my phone. I was literally going to ask you how you were doing. That's really funny because I was like, oh, I, you know, I figured you probably had like an Elgato or something. But that's awesome. I mean, you did a pretty good job of filming. I couldn't tell. No, oh, well, <laughs> thank you. If you hit the audio, you'll probably be able to tell. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. <laughs> just right? I would just watch them on Facebook as I was scrolling. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. But um, yeah. So that's how I was doing it. So I was I was getting the shot like just good, so where it was just catching the TV, and then like those PS3, they're not full screen images. So like a lot of my TVs blacked out because you you're getting a smaller like you know version of of, of that game yeah. you you watch like old movies and stuff where like they don't use the whole screen. Well, yeah, because the so um. The original resolution of the game is, you know, it was from PS1. Like, I, I remember I got a couple of PS2 classics off the PSN, and or and I was playing Final Fantasy yeah. 12 on my PS3 before the the remake came out. And same thing, it would just give me, you know, the black bars on the side, so. Yeah, so, I mean, I, that's where I got it from. And, like, dude, they got, like, Sakodin 2 
Oh yeah, on the PlayStation Network. That's a so great like game. I think that that's gonna probably be my next one. I've got a physical copy of Sakoden too, actually. You son but of a it's bitch. not in good condition. It's not in good condition because we bought it on Amazon, and this was years ago. Me and a buddy of mine went half and half. It was like one hundred and twenty dollars, and the copy we got had a best blockbuster fucking sticker on. No, and it, but 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 it worked. The, the copy worked. Dude. And that was kind of what we were more concerned with. But as far as collecting and whatnot, it's... Listen to this from, from PlayStation support. Uh, play PS1 and uh, PlayStation 2 games on PlayStation 3. All PlayStation systems can play most PS1 games. Hmm. Certain PS3 hmm. systems have the ability to play disc based ps2 software titles backwards compatible hmm. all ps3 systems have the ability to play downloadable ps1 and playstation 2 classic available oh that doesn't mm, yeah it doesn't specify disc yeah i don't think it played the disc oh, okay um yeah i don't think so either. i think the fat boy can but maybe not maybe it's just ps2 like you were saying so um but i played it on there and like Look, it's still, I think to me, it still holds up. The tank controls were a little, you know, I had to get used to that. But once you, once you get used to tank controls and stuff, honestly, I, I didn't think it was that bad then like to jump into. And uh, I had, I had fun. I'm actually kind of wanting to go back and play some more classics, but I'm already cutting way off into your week, man. I'm sorry. That's okay. You, you go ahead and you want to hear yeah. something fucking crazy. I had J one sure. copy of Sukaden 2. And one. I had original. Nice. I went and bought them because I was a humongous JRPG guy. So I knew they were coming out because of uh, Game Pros and, you know, different magazines. Yeah. EGN. I fucking traded them for games because I was poor. You know, I grew up real poor. Yeah. So I would save my birthday money for those kind of things. I remember getting Suikoden 2 or Sakiden. I don't know how the fuck you say it. Um, yeah. On the same know. day I bought my high school girlfriend, uh, I bought her. Uh, jewelry for prom because she had gotten you know this dress and so I bought her. It was like a Cuban link neck necklace. No, no, no. I bought her uh, she because she <laughs> was wearing plate. It had Aaron's name on it. She was wearing red like a maroon <laughs> dress or like a wine dress with gold accents. So I just got her like a necklace with a ruby in it that was gold and two earrings that you know I went to like fucking one of the mall jewelers. I don't know if it was K, but it was one of those. You know, it was like three hundred bucks, but I had saved money for it. Damn. And I didn't get go. laid after fucking prom. You didn't? No, she said it was too cliche. We had our, I mean, we were fucking the time. I fucked the day before, but you know, I didn't. Mm-hmm. You should have did what Jesse does, man. Just bring her over and be like, look at Sakoda <laughs> too. Look how many players I can have in the field at one time. Isn't this crazy? Let me tell you something. Dude. You can collect 108 <laughs> characters in this game. Do you know how many characters that is? It's 108. Yeah. <laughs> but I trade them. And then my uh, Symphony of the Night, my fucking stepsister stole and gave to a random guy my day one copy of like mint condition man so mad um all right i'll, I'll go into my week real quick because you'll have a longer week keith mine you you haven't been here uh and seth yours will be a little longer too um I'll, I'll clip through it but there's a few things but yeah go ahead uh i played more vanguard emulator with a i got one of my friends to play so we on saturday we played like all day uh, we played like four or five hours. It was, it was a lot of fun. I haven't done that in years, you know. Um, and then uh, Wolson came out, so I've been playing that. Uh, I'll do a brief review just now because it's not. Yeah. It's I'm not done with it. It is a new uh, Diablo style ARPG, and it steals a lot from Diablo three. 
of like the menus and just a lot of the way that it runs it's like the you know how in diablo you have to like the bottom it says change character in the middle under your guy it's the same shit like it's like they took the diablo 3 menu and we're like we'll just put our art behind it um like everything like game mode you have to be you know you have to choose online or offline before you start you can't switch it after it's fucking exact but it plays really well it's um it's a it's a very uh it's very well done in that way but it's got a lot of bugs it was in early access for like two years and that's how i had it i I bought it for like 20 bucks way back when it was out of kickstarter but on to steam early access um because i didn't even know about the kickstarter so i just you know i backed it on on steam and um it's got a lot of bugs there's still a lot of kinks to work out but it's got a really solid core um i would not tell people to buy it now just because there are some like big time issues like people are uh duping items and there's issues uh, where like it can delete your save things like like you know those kind of things that it's like you don't want to really critical bugs that yeah. can ruin your whole experience yeah and there's like little bugs and like birds that you can fight that you can't target like they'll you'll be able to target them for a second and then they're just intargetable and you have to aoe them down you have to like use area of effect spells or like a slam attack and like it's little shit like that but i think it's got a pretty decent story which arpgs aren't known for their stories but this one's pretty good the graphics are incredible for an arpg it's uh really really it's on cry engine so it's you know really nice um graphics and um it plays well, so I think there's a good core. It just needs, you know, it needs a couple of patches. And needs then some polishing, yeah. yeah. Um, Ian was playing it, uh, former guest Ian, and he beat it obviously because you know how he is. Uh, yeah, he he wouldn't put it down. Yeah, and uh, he he said like he the fucking story ending is kind of lame and like doesn't make sense. <clears throat> um, but uh, and that there are some mechanics. So like, if you're a caster, there you know so. You know how Diablo is. You played Diablo with Rachel. Yeah. Um, you know how like gear will have like plus to spell damage, you know, plus twelve percent spell damage. That doesn't work. You can get like plus percent to frost or fire damage if that's how you're specced out, and that works. But direct spell damage does not change anything. So people were like building around that because they're casters and they're like, I'm gonna get all spell damage because I'm not gonna worry about focusing on damage type right now. And it just wasn't increasing. There's a guy like I did tests. I put on like every piece of gear with spell damage and my i would take it off and put it on and i would do the exact same damage wow and that kind of shit's like you were in early access for two years you couldn't figure out that that shit wasn't working (laughs) um and there's some areas late game that they they don't like the uh like barrels and shit don't drop money and money's really important in that game because like respecking costs like a shit ton of money and um it costs money. Uh, it costs some of your. Um, you get this currency to upgrade skills, and it costs that too. And it's like that's shit you need, and you need things to drop. And like it just you know, there's just nothing there. Nothing. Um, but again, overall, I mean, if you're okay with you know some bugs and you just want to play a good Diablo style game, it's out. But I mean, Poe is free. Path of Exile. You can just play that for the time being, and that's a great game too. Um, this game, so Wolson is like a marriage of Diablo 3 and Path of Exile because it has this constellation grid type system of like a big um, noted spell board where you can like pick your skill, your, um, it's not, well, it's not your skills, but it's like your augments, you know, like yeah. you're like, you know, you'll get a thing that's like a node that says 8% HP and 12% life regen, you know? And then there's like bigger nodes, there's medium and large nodes, and those do like 
big time things like a large node will give you plus 60% crit chance, which is huge. Mm -hmm. And then like a medium node will be, you know, something like halfway there. Um, And that's more of a uh, POE thing. There's this humongous. And in this, it's in four wheels that all so you start in the center and there's yeah, and layers and you can twist them so you can like oh, cool. you can spin it so you can connect to different types so you can make hybrid classes like you can because it goes like warrior rogue or like red you know fighter green rogue archer uh purple mage and then i think that's it but then the outer rings like each further out ring are attached to classes but there are no classes in the game you just pick originally you pick like your starting weapon and your fighting style that you're going to like, it gives you a free skill, but all the other skills drop or you can buy them from a merchant. And she has like a shop that, you know, we'll just randomly have them. Um, but you can blend like a, you can start on red to get, you know, health and crit, but then you can go to purple and you know, that crit is, it depends, you know, they have spell crit and attack crit, but there are nodes on each of each of those in the red, you know, you can kind of, blend into then purple and then finish out at a purple again you know uh, to be like an archon or whatever the the class is and that'll be like lightning damage guy and so you can like kind of build in between all these things and they all connect even the the ones that like around in the circle they all have edges that connect to each other so you can you can branch however you want like you could technically probably fill out just the first wheel have you ever put a game that's like that i mean that's very unique so Grim Dawn is an ARPG where you pick two classes. So you make your class out of two. You can pick one. No one does it because I think it's like pretty gimped because you get enough points to fill out not all of each, but a good chunk of each. And you're not supposed to fill all of the, their skill trees out, but you blend your classes that way, which there's, you know, I think there's nine or ten classes to pick from but then you pick two you know so it's like you it's it's pretty great too and they they have a their like passive node system is a constellation like actual stars and you fill those constellations out and you know unlocking them gives you different colored points that you can unlock further out um but it's not it's not like this this is pretty cool like the way you can blend in this like poe you can but it it starts you your class starts in a certain area of the giant board and you can branch out wherever you want, but it's going to take you a long time to get there. Where in this, you can just spin those wheels around. And, you know, it's only like really six points out, you know, six or seven points out. You know, there's horizontal, but vertically to get to the next one is only six or seven points. So you can really kind of go crazy. So, um, but yeah, it's cool. I, I'm, I'm interested, interested to see where it goes. They are planning on doing expansions and stuff later so hopefully they get a good amount of money and they can you know fix the the game with patches and and get there so um and then last night i watched uh so pantheon rise of the fall in the mmo that i'm really stoked for they did a a stream with co carnage who's a, a twitch streamer he's like you know middling famous twitch streamer but they usually he's a big fan of everquest and so mm-hmm. they will tap him to uh play with them like they'll let him get in like they're not they don't pay him money he's just a big fan so they they hosted a, a stream last night and it was awesome like they showed a zone that you know like because they, they're in they're still in alpha so they haven't even really gotten a large enough chunk of the game done but they've been working this last year since the end of 2018 all of 2019 to now they're working on one zone that they wanted to make as like a slice of content that has every aspect of the game in it so that they can kind of put it out in an alpha to test and then 
kind of use the the fundamentals they built out to build the rest of the world. So it should speed that up because you know the they're in unity and the way it works is you gray box out and you can kind of build out that way and then you just splat slap textures on. So if yeah. they built all the textures, they can recolor a lot of them. They can reconstitute some leaves from one you know leaves from one kind of tree or you know foliage from here and recolor it and put some flowers on it and look now it's new you know so they showed that you know it's called project fairthale and that zone is called fairthale and they showed some of it and it looks fucking awesome i was so hyped i was i was listening to it at work and then i came home and watched it because it was on twitch so i wanted yeah. to hear what they were saying but then i wanted to watch because they were playing um, but you know not really playing they were just having him walk around and he like they showed kind of the questing system which is emergent like you have to have what's called inspiration or intuition and it's a skill that you can level by, you know, interacting with things. And then you can, like, notice things. Your character will notice things the higher their skill is. And so, like, you might walk by a tree that, you know, or th- it's a dryad-looking thing. It's like a tree that's kind of human-y, but you might not notice. And it won't talk to you. But if you're a higher level, you'll notice it. And it will notice you noticing it. And then it will talk to you. And that opens a quest that then, you know, can end up giving you an item that helps you acclimate to, like, wind, which is what this one was, like... Because they have climate systems that are in it, like so extreme cold or heavy winds, where if you're not acclimated to it, you need like gear kind of or like yeah. a rune that helps you magically. You'll just get blown off whatever you're on or you'll <laughs> freeze or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's like damage. So it's really cool. If if, if anyone's interested, if any of you guys are kind of old school MMO guys and you or, you know, guys or girls and you um, have any interest, um, you can go to Visionary Realms YouTube or Twitter or, um, I'm sorry, or Twitch. Or you can go to Co. He has it on his Twitch. It's it's a really good video. It's about an hour long, and it's just they show because they show they're crowdfunded, so they're showing like start to finish. They show the art, they show the drawing, the conceptual drawing, and then how they staged up working to match that exact screenshot, you know, drawing into the game. It's really cool, and they show everything. They show the gray box textures to then how they layered onto some of it, and like that tree. They showed the five concepts that went they, that it went through the stages where at first they were like it's just kind of like a spriggan lady like a dryad giant tree lady sitting on a rock but then they're like that's like epic but not really epic so then they gave her like she's rooted and she's becoming a tree so then she has foliage then she has like these like vines with like fireflies on them it's just really cool um and it's a really cool look into game design so but I'm I, I'm stoked. I I pledged a long time ago, hundred bucks. <laughs> but I'm about to up my pledge to oh, really? to two fifty. You could do that. You yeah, go back. Yeah, because they're crowdfunded. They're always taking new pledges. Um, and at two fifty, I'll get alpha access, which will be cool because I've never been in an alpha. I've done a lot of beta testing, but never alpha. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But I mean, al- who knows when alpha is? They're in pre alpha five right now. Um, they're going into, and that should be the last stage of pre alpha before alpha. But it could be you know a year. Yeah, it's a couple years out. It's probably two or three years out, but um that's it i you know i've been watching a little bit of anime but just the same stuff like black clover and my hero which my hero's great this season and that's it well we did get to the movies which we'll get into in the main topics uh you know we are going to review sonic a little bit later <laughs> and do a little bit more in depth of uh harley quinn and the birds of prey harley quinn colon birds of prey oh gosh yeah so they got a name change uh after that movie was released i wonder why i wonder if they couldn't s- Secure I'll, rights or something? No, what happened is uh, a lot of the reviews and a lot of the comments on the internet were that the messaging was confusing because it is a Harley Quinn movie. It features the Birds of Prey, which, you know, you've seen it now. Um, we'll talk about it more. And 
I didn't. I thought the name was fine. Like I thought the Birds of Prey had enough in it that it was whatever. But I, I always said it should have been called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey because that's what it is. It's Harley Quinn, and then she and teams up with the Birds. With of the Prey. Birds of Prey, yeah. Because she's not a bird. She's not in the Birds. They literally say that it's not. You know, she's not with them. So yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'll catch you up on my weeks. Um, I I did put uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare back in. Oh, I've been shit. playing with some friends. Um, so just to kill some time. Right right now, I'm, I'm trying not to sink a lot of time in one particular game. So a lot of games I got that I'm playing are quick pick-me-ups and put-me-downs. So like uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I picked up WRC, like a, like a uh, rally simulator Mm -hmm. i think it's eight for the switch i could play on the go on the plane um that game is beyond frustrating (laughs) you want to talk about a game that just throws you in there there's no tutorial on how to drive you could take test tracks you could go drive around test tracks but like there's no tutorial like hey here's the best way to corner or here's the best way to get through this type of obstacle it's just like no just keep trying until you get it you know how to drive a car you shit get in there yeah exactly um, and then the career mode is even more, uh, you don't get unlimited retries. You only get like X amount. Oh man. And, uh, I mean, and then time penalties are huge. Uh, that's like a real career. You it, only get written up three times. I know, right? <laughs> um, but, uh, other than that, I, the other day I, I did sign back up for the AMC movie pass. Yeah. And you added me to your entourage. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Um, so when you uh, when you want to schedule a movie, you could just hit me with it, and then we could go schedule it together. Oh, you mean you would have came with me on Valentine's Day when I saw Sonic alone at a theater full of dads and parents and kids, and then I'm the only single white dude sitting by myself? So that was me on Sunday. Um, me on Sunday seeing Sonic was, uh, I didn't take anyone with me. It was just me by myself <laughs> in between a bunch of kids laughing yeah. my ass off at Jim Carrey. Yeah. We'll get to it, but man, classic Jim Carrey's back. Yeah. He really went like full 90s Jim Carrey, which I was happy to hear and see. Yeah. Yes, that, that was good. Yeah, you're right. But still, uh, having a uh, quite the young audience yeah. around you, uh, the Uncle Aaron does step in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He wants me to hit the classic. Shut it down. <laughs> I, I don't cheat. I get results. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, just those two games. I mean, Modern Warfare is Modern Warfare. Uh, there's nothing really to go in there. Um, what are you playing on PS4? I'm playing on Xbox, but now it's uh, cross-platform. So you can play with it, a- a- anyone. So I got like a tight crew with like one friend on PS4 and another nice. one on Xbox. Um, no one on PC. <laughs> um, but... At the convention uh, that that we both went to, I checked in our hotel, and the bottom lobby was having a fight <laughs> gaming event, like full on, like prize money. I think the prize money was like ten grand That's or something awesome. crazy. And there was like kids nice. wearing like jerseys, and they were streaming and had the lights set up the whole night. Um, so I I wasn't able to spend too much time there, but like I originally went in. When I was, when I checked in and I was just like looking at everyone uh, playing like Tekken and Street Fighter um, and Smash and then uh, I stopped back in after we went out for dinner and stuff to go check out like all right who's left who's the finals um, and then they were also playing like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Did you scream one v one me you scrub? 
No, no, no. Actually, I, I didn't even mm. play anything. I, yeah. I just looked around and was a spectator. It was kind of weird because I walked into the hotel uh, wearing my vintage Acclaim Mortal Kombat shirt that I got from one of the art guys. Nice. When like he sold this whole collection. And I walked in. I'm like, <laughs> and the guy's like, are you, are you here for the convention? I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the convention. He's like, all right, it's in the back. Then I'm like, no, 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 wrong convention. <laughs> Like, you're not here for the video game convention? I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, well, you're wearing a video game shirt. I go, yeah, but like, there's a game convention going on? <laughs> and they just started chanting, one of us, <laughs> one <laughs> of us. But like, kids were playing in the hotel hallway. And it wasn't a big hotel. It was like a uh, Hilton Garden Inn. Okay. Um, But like, they were like playing in the hallway, like anywhere where there's a plug, like some kid brought a TV and they were just practicing. <laughs> the best is uh, when I, I visited you at our convention at your booth. And you introduced me to one of your coworkers. You're like, she plays League of Legends, and then we just started talking immediately about like who we play. And she yeah. she met her husband. Yeah. On uh, League of Legends. Yeah, it's me. So <laughs> we got married that same day. <laughs> I, I have a friend who uh, who who met his wife on uh, EverQuest. Yeah, that's uh, a lot that's of people did. I married my friend Justin in uh, <laughs> in was it uh, Elder Scrolls Online because it gave us uh experience boost so oh really yeah That's i kept he would get so uncomfortable i'd tell everyone he's my husband <laughs> I, I don't cheat i get results yeah you don't cheat <laughs> all right and then after we did it i said it's a trap <laughs> i said you mind now motherfucker but other than that um i only got one news bit and i sent it to you yesterday and i took advantage of it and said you're gonna love this um but uh best buy announced that they have their um Steelbook that they're giving out for free when you pre-order a Resident Evil 3 remake. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind yesterday. I sent it to you. I did not do mm-hmm. it. Seth, get on it. <sighs> Me and Best Buy are beefing right now. So it's a um, Best Buy beef. Oh, dude, I uh, I I bought new toothbrushes yesterday on Amazon because my fucking Sonicare, my two hundred dollars Sonicare broke on its own just the the thing that you uh, attach the the head like the toothbrush head to it wiggles now and like it's loose and if you brush your teeth you push too hard and it hits the edge it just stops vibrating oh, okay so i was like fuck it i'll buy a toothbrush and then i knew kelsey threw her oral b one away because it was like dirty and like it just was really gunky and gross um so i told her now like i i ordered one for her too so i you know i was like fuck it i'll do both on my credit card and guess what Amazon has now? Hmm. Interest refinancing for six months. <laughs> so, <laughs> your boy put 180 bucks because I, I bought two of uh, the toothbrushes <coughs> on there. But then uh, I just got hooked up today. I don't want to say how or why, but I'll tell you later. But, uh, you know, work. I know people who know people. <laughs> Someone knew a, always a, good. a rep for Oral-B and he was like, Oh, I can get you a toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, you know, texted his friend, and his friend's like, sure. Yeah. I, you know, I, they have to, like, they have a bunch they have he to get He sells away. to dentists, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, and so I'm getting two of those, so I get to return these ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just tell the world, I don't know if I've said this enough, but if you ain't fucking with a mechanical toothbrush, you ain't living. No, you got, dude, mm-hmm. I had this one guy tell me that, uh, that brushing your teeth is a lie, that it actually... Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I wish you saw Aaron's face. <laughs> Did he tell you and his breath smelled like rotten steak? No, actually, his breath didn't smell that bad, but, I mean, he, he would say that, you know, toothpaste wears down your enamel, and the reason why you, why you have cavities is uh, is because you brush your teeth. 
And this is like I mean, a like that's 50, some bullshit. Is a fifty year old man actually is some truth to to that to some degree because I know like my enamel on my teeth is kind of worn down a bit, and like the dentist even told me like use smaller amounts of toothpaste and things like that to to, to brush your teeth with, but like you know just don't go too uh, crazy with it. I'll tell but you this: it's, you still need to brush your teeth with toothpaste. Like, I'll tell you too. this. You know what you don't have to do is rinse your mouth afterwards. I I read a thing online that was like. Don't rinse all the toothpaste out. Uh, I rinse it at night because I use um, anti-cavity uh, like mouthwash. But in the morning, I let it chill. Uh, like I, you know, I spit and whatever. But like it was like just don't rinse out the rest of it because that stuff is good for your teeth. Let it like chill. And I did that for a couple months. And the next time I went to the dentist, they were like, no new issues. And that's the first time in my goddamn life they ever <laughs> said that. And I was like, I did it. I filled every hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't been now in a year and a half, but. Um, mm. I mean, I've been having butthole surgeries, so yeah, who yeah, has yeah. time for fucking <laughs> dental appointments? But um, mm. yeah, no, that's like I was saying today. I was talking about it because you know, I was we were, we were in a meeting and we were like, in, we were looking stuff up and like you know, doing some reporting. So it was taking a while. So I was talking about it, and I'm like, anyone who tells you they prefer a manual toothbrush is on drugs. And I'm like, that's like when you tell or someone tells you they don't use baby wipes on their butt, and you're like, what the fuck? What are we a ca- what, are you, what are you a caveman? You just out here wiping with leaves? <laughs> Baby wipes are essential. <laughs> if you ain't using them, you ain't wiping your butt. You're not cleaning up. I'm here to tell you that. And I know butts. He knows butts. <laughs> I know my own <laughs> butt butts. very well. Professional. Anyway, uh, let's get into Sonic then. I mean, we're well, uh, 45. Oh, no, wait. Well, yeah, let's, let's not skip uh, Seth. Let's go back. I, I, did have a, I did have a week. Well, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got into Resident Evil 3 already. Fun game. Uh, it was really good going back to it. Um, I beat Death Stranded. So I actually still got a few videos I need to upload on that that I've been sitting on. But um, I enjoyed it. Death Strand is pretty good. Um, definitely some strange moments. You running down the beach with Death God, who's going to destroy the whole world, and you're just like running down the side of the beach and laughing <laughs> it up. It was strange. but It's <laughs> very it, weird. It's, it, the, the, the very end, though, was a little frustrating because there's a whole point. Like, I'm not trying to spoil anything. It's the been out long enough. I mean, game. Keith walked away. Huh? Keith walked away, and it's been out long enough. So, you know, spoilers. But I know the ending. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, like, there, there was one thing that's pretty frustrating at the end is that when the credits roll, you're sitting there, and um, she's basically monologuing to you while you're on the beach, on her beach. Yeah, and um, she'll talk to you for a bit, and then she'll just disappear, and then you just gotta run around until Norman Reedus is tired and he has to sit down again, and then she comes back and talks to you again. That's really it's not a it's not a cutscene, and nor can you save, or it's like you just gotta keep doing that. And I was playing this like one, two in the morning, oh, like God. trying to get it done because it kept going. Like the cutscenes don't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's annoying. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Well, and to I, make I, I you, enjoyed it though. To make you tire good. him out just to get the like, just let it, just monologue it. Like I'll just sit, put the controller yeah. down, and fucking chill. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But Mads Mickelson, he's uh, I think that's how you say his name. Um, mm-hmm. great performance. Like definitely twist at the end with him was pretty cool. Um, it's got its problems, but overall, I, I thought it was an enjoyable game. I had a friend uh, who so, said that the best part of the game was finishing it and then completing all the other tasks. 
Yeah, I've done everything. I think I've got everybody at five stars, but one guy. I didn't get him because I didn't realize that, like, because I was like, ah, shit, I can't find any missions to get him up to five stars. So I was like, well, I got to deliver this thing here, but it's also a story point to go here. So I was like, well, I'll just go here. Maybe they won't activate the story. Nah, they activated it. And then it just, and then I was stuck in it to the end. But it's funny because the game ends. And then it's like two weeks earlier. Oh, and then you're just there two weeks earlier to do whatever you want to do. So you end the game, but then they put you two weeks before the oh, events at the end of the game. To finish up. To do whatever. Yeah. So it's strange. But um, no, nah, it was good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. But it, it is like if you say you hate the game, you're not wrong. And if you say you love the game, you're not wrong. Like I, I think like it's it's an acquired taste for who wants to play it. Yeah, you know. It's, and I, well, let me tell you about who has my disc. <laughs> he's usually yeah. on this podcast every other week. He's probably not playing it. No, he said he's bringing it back. Yeah. He said he'll never play it. Yeah, he won't play. He it. said it's no, it's no. one of those games he thinks about putting in, and then he just doesn't because he knows that it's boring. Like especially the beginning. <laughs> Everyone says like the first couple hours are extremely boring. It's just watching a movie. Yeah, just like get a bowl of popcorn and get ready to watch a movie. Yeah. I did that actually. Literally got popcorn and just like <laughs> sat back and watched it. <laughs> just like hit the button when I needed to. Um but that's that's that. Um let's see. Oh, I'm playing Final Fantasy Seven. Uh again. nice. Nice to uh, chat. Uh, just in yeah, time for the I've, remake, I've got right? Unfinished business with Final Fantasy Seven. Well I'm sorry. Just in time for the remake. Uh that got pushed yeah. back. To yes. April. Um, April twentieth, mm-hmm. April. 21st? 420. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm going to smoke seven fucking joints, dude. Yeah, definitely. We'll get high and play the shit out of that. That thing's 100. You might as well just get high while waiting for 100 gigabytes of data to download because that's how much it's going to be. 100 gigs. Jump. Call me Cloud, bro. (laughs) Vape Cloud. (laughs) Charlie. It's amazing. It's 100 gigabytes, and it's only like, uh, I think, like a fourth or maybe a third of the game. Yeah, it's Midgar. Like it's not even It's not even that. It's probably a tenth of the game. Did you spill water in my computer? No, I just did the most stressful thing well, and without even thinking about it. I had to itch my leg, and uh, Aaron's like desk is filled with like the podcast stuff. So I put my, my water on top of his uh, computer. That has uh, openings up top. It's like an airflow the whole thing is yeah. like The whole thing is like air friendly. <laughs> yeah. How do, you, how do you like all my rainbow themes in there? Got rainbow did, graphics card. When did RAM. you get all of that? That's when I upgraded. I got the graphics card and the 2080, the one that I wanted. Like All the other ones were the TIs. So the regular 2080 that they had for Best Buy was that one, which is the Corse, Corsair or something, I think. Um, or the VGA X, XFX. XFX. But it had rainbow like just lights on it. And so then I was, gonna, I was like, I'll get RAM. And then Corsair had a uh, rainbow ram, and it all matches. So I was like, "Yola, dude, Pride you could, Month." You could probably uh, program it to be like a solid color or whatever you want. Listen, dude, I'm proud. Okay. Loud and I'm proud. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I just had this whole thing apart doing your uh, power not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> doing my power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, um, what else? Yeah. I, I've, uh, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII. I'm, I've got unfinished business with it. I want to beat Emerald and Ruby Weapon. Oh um, oh when boy. I was younger, I played up to those points, and uh, they a friend of mine beat them. 
but I never got around to beating them. It's so, hours. Like you have to, especially Emerald is underwater and you have a time limit, but you can extend the time limit if you use Mimic Materia and then you use Knights of the Round over and over again. You just keep mimicking mm-hmm. it. You have it on one person and then you mimic it on everyone else and it the summons uh, take, uh, they don't take away from the time limit so you can just keep doing infinite Knights of the Round uh, yeah. And then you'll just, that's how you beat it. Like, that's the cheese mode. Yeah, the way my buddy beat it, I know one of them, you got to detach all the materia that you can, save for the important stuff, because um, uh, he damages you based on how much materia is actually attached to you. I, I believe that's one of them. I think that's and Ruby. Another one that, that, that attacks in a different way. So uh, I just have unfinished business. It's something that I never finished, and I've been meaning to go back and play it. So I was like, fuck it. Why not right before the remake? Refresh my memory on it, and it's my goal to to beat those motherfuckers. Sorry, I had to do it. The other thing, I've been playing Classic Doom. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Nightmare mode. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, I, it must be painful, but it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's interesting because like some of the stuff is weird because like it's it's first person shooter that's like before you you had another control stick to move like yeah. your camera up and down and all that. So like there'll be people like up top, and I'm just shooting straight forward. <laughs> and the bullets are hitting them like above me. It, it's it's weird. Like it's because like I think the first the first uh, video I did or the first level, I have the pistol and I'm shooting these guys from far away, but they're up these steps. But my gun is just pointed straight forward. But I'm just shooting and then they die. And it's like <laughs> it's just just the the way that the tracking on the bullets and shit like that is just nah, it's, it's bizarre. But it's how I guess it had to be because you didn't have that full movement. So uh, it's it's been interesting because I never really played through Doom. I played Wolfenstein. I played classic Wolfenstein before. I, I never really played classic Doom. I played the 2016 Doom, beat that one, but I never went back and played the original. So I've been I've been having fun. Me and another guy, Kevin, uh, another guy on my podcast, uh, we're both doing it, and uh, he's stuck at level three. I I got up to level five right now on the first stage. So uh, it's. It kicks your ass, man. It definitely does. The The enemies do not stop respawning. You can clear out a room, and then maybe about five seconds later, it just starts filling back up again with enemies. Aaron, it doesn't do you, stop. So you just got to kill, move, and just, just keep going. Aaron, you know? do you, so. did you ever play Doom with the uh, the ROMs, like the, the floppy disk? Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that was the first version of Doom yeah. that I had. Yeah, I played on the that. floppy disk. I played that, and then I played Wolfenstein, and uh, I remember loving Wolfenstein. I I played Wolfenstein 3D, and then uh, went to uh, Duke Nukem. Ooh, hail to the king, baby! And did some naughty right. things in Duke Nukem. Give me some <laughs> Actually, sugar, baby. I bought uh, Duke Nukem for the uh, my Xbox, the the original. They re released it. So I actually do plan to go back and do some Duke Nukem too. Do some classic like shooters and stuff I want to kind of do, but I'm trying to mix that in with also <clears throat> all the new games coming. You know, uh, Doom Eternal's coming. You know, you got Resident Evil Two, a uh, Resident Evil Three remake, excuse me, and then yeah, Final Fantasy Seven remake. So uh, I 
plan on trying to get all those games and then doing that and putting up videos and all that kind of stuff. So uh, as far as just watching the stuff we're going to cover, uh, Lock and Key is kind of the, the one of the newer things. Uh, it's pretty good. It deviates from the book a bit, but it does use a lot of the big story elements. Like the, the main plot things that happen in the book happen in the show, but they go they get there in different ways in the show. And the last episode, the way it concludes, Whoops. it kind of falls apart a bit. So uh, just put that out there. I was supposed uh, to start it. I guess that's about it for my week. I was supposed to start that tonight, but I did this fucking podcast instead. Hey, I haven't uh, watched the show or read the books, but I love the song Lock and Key by uh, Big Jesus. If you're out there and you you like uh, chill metal jams, listen to Big Jesus, Lock and Key. Just listen to Big Jesus. They're amazing. But um, I got Senya onto them because she loves Deftones and they have like a similar vibe. They're not as uh, heavy. But the guy's voice is very chill and melodic, and there's like heavy, heavy riffs going on, but not like, not as heavy. Anyways, is that Apex Le- Apex Legends music? Yeah, Sandy's been getting solo wins on Apex, dude. Insane. She keeps telling me oh, I'm getting wins, getting wins, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just not gonna play it. I'll just not do it. Anytime I p- I play it, I get murdered. Like. I just feel when I play Apex, I feel inferior and I don't like I just it's not as fun because, you know, when you're playing it and you're like, oh, there they are. And you go to shoot them and you die within two hits and you're like, I couldn't even fire before I got killed. That's not fun. But she's good at it. I, you know, I don't know. I just wasn't one one or two times I've had like really good plays. But then it's like every other time I die before I can even react. Yeah. And that's just. The amount of time it takes to get to get, that point. To get set up. Like Modern Warfare, at least you're dying, but you've got a loadout. You wake you wake back up and you got a gun. Like in yeah. Apex, it's like, well, I'll go fly. No, I'm dead before I get to the ground. Oh, well, I'm going to fly. Oh, I didn't find anything. So where I found like my training strategy, where we're doing those drops, where we're dropping in hot zones. Yeah. To just like get the panic mode out. Because once you do that, then you get comfortable. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, if you don't feel comfortable... Just get the panic mode out. Just drop in the hot zones and go. It never worked for me. Brian, Senya, and I would do that because we were doing quests for Brian, like when they were doing the the daily quests. And every time I would die immediately. I would get punched to death, and I'm like, this isn't fun. Like I'm just not like I can't get it. And it's just me. I'm not saying it's a bad game at all. It's a great game. Um, Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops, Black Ops, four. three or four, four, four. Uh, I mean, it was the same thing. You go to the helicopter zone, there's probably yeah. like three or four guns. If you don't drop there first, don't even bother. Yep. But uh, but it's it teaches you, and if you survive, you feel good. If you ain't first, you last. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're dead. <laughs> um, but let's get into Sanic. All right. Uh, my Drew Eyes... <laughs> my Drew Eyes nice. shirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I looked at it the other day, and I thought it was too cheesy to wear it to the theater. And then it was in the movie. And then it was freaking in the movie. Yep. Didn't his daughter or like... No, he he drew it. He drew it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe one of his kids did, because it's very it's a crayon drawing, but he, he did... I mean... I don't know if I that's... I swear his kids drew it. Maybe. Yeah, like not The not Gotta him. Go Fast shirt, man. Yeah. I, I love that shirt. I mean, you yeah. look at it, it got pit stains and... Yeah. Um, and then he re-released re- re- uh, it. And mm-hmm. then they had like a Tails version and yeah. Knuckles. Um, 
But yeah, I, I thought it was too cheesy to wear it to the theater. I loved when I saw it. I laughed out loud because you know the, the, he's like the Blue Devil. <laughs> it's a fucking terrible. <laughs> and, if, <laughs> and if you guys don't know, um, I mean, he drew our uh, our logo. Yeah. So he um, uh, he's a he's well, like head of the art thing for uh, Yeti. Yeti, which I subscribe to. It's an awesome uh, like one day t shirt deals, but they also do um, like special releases, other t shirts. Go check them out. I think they're gonna be at PAX yeah, uh, awesome. Gaming coming up in uh, Portland. Yep, PAX West, yep. PAX Original, PAX. There's PAX and then PAX East. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So Sonic, uh, the movie that Dude. shocked the universe for me. Like you, you know, that original trailer came out and people were horrified at what Sonic looked like. Yeah, and then they did a thing that people were hating on them for doing, which was they listened, and not to say that. Every movie studio should do this because you, you should not give in to social pressure unless it's warranted. And I think in this case, oh, it's they, definitely warranted. They saw like, oh, we fucked up. Like the fans of this think it's you know it, it's shit, and then they redid it, and it looks incredible. Like they made a mistake. They thought they thought no one's gonna believe a cartoon Sonic in a real world, but it's like no one's gonna believe the weirdo human hedgehog hybrid you made in the real world either. You know what I mean? Like. It it just didn't. Do you look believe right. the conspiracy, or do you like some people think it's a marketing ploy, like the whole thing was planned, or do you think it was just oh no, an actual that's too expensive that to fixed? do, man. Yeah, that would that's, be that's 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 what I thought so too. But then again, I mean, you can report one thing if it really was already planned. Like if you only made that that yeah the trailer. the trailer no no but no, then no, you no. had the whole movie release done. date everything yeah they pushed it back they did it, and I mean interview thank God they did because. Honestly, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think it was a, a marketing ploy, but I know some people have been putting that narrative out there. So, I'm just curious. What let me ask it. you this, because uh, I'm going to go a little bit of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and uh, forward. Why don't we rate it up top and then we'll do it? Uh, well, I I just want to ask one question. If if they didn't uh, redraw Sonic, do you think the whole uh, intro scene would still be there? Oh, the like actual cut like the, of the game the origin story. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think he was, so. He was really built to be in the real world in that original addition to him. Which which I like. It actually adds yeah. more to it, which then mm-hmm. brings me to believe that like those uh oh my golden rings. The yeah. gold the golden rings uh wasn't included in the original movie. No, they were because remember he in the trailer he jumps through one when he or like he yeah. throws one out when he's fighting the ones on top of the building. He does, he does. Um yeah. no, I think that was there. I actually really like that intro too because it shows a, a Sonic level basically, the world he lived on being like the, Yeah, but uh yeah. but isn't Hill Zone the first level yeah. in Sonic One? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but that's what the level was on the world. But Hill Zone wasn't that the. But it's a multiverse. Maybe that's okay. the Green Hill Zone version of that version of Earth. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, I just was hoping that they would not go to the underwater. Yeah, level. God. I fucking I hate Sonic that. Two. I hate that level more than anything. Anyway, let's get back to the movie. Let's, let's rate, rate it. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead, Keith. You decide. Um. I yeah. I just saw it. It's still fresh in my mind. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give this. Probably a four out of five. Uh, a little bit of cheese, uh, you know, was have on it, but uh, man, classic Jim Carrey. Yeah, I mean, we're talking Mass Days. We're talking, you know, Ace Ventura. Yep. Um, had me laughing in my seat. It's honestly a lot of Cable Guy Jim Carrey. Like, yeah, that mm. kind of 
dark weirdo. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna man. I'm gonna say as an adult a four because I really enjoyed it. I have very little qualms with it because it's a kids movie. I think it's like a five for a kids movie. Oh yeah, for a kids movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, a better movie w- would be Detective Pikachu probably. No, I like this better. Really? I okay. think this <laughs> felt. Well, anyways, Seth, you go first. We'll then we'll start. We'll start getting there. Well, I'll, I'll preface it with this. So I do a podcast where we just watch movies based off video games. Yep. And um, I would say, out of all the shit I've watched, this is the best video game adaption I've ever seen. That's now, fair. That is very fair. Yes. Then not the best movie I've ever seen. The best video game adaption. I don't think any movie I've ever seen based off a video game of all the movies I have seen have been so honest and faithful to the game and to a lot of the things from the game that you can clearly pick out and point out and things like that, but also have a really fun story with it as well. But not even the so, game, but also the TV show. Yeah. Remember the like Saturday yeah. morning cartoon TV show? They did a little Chili Dogs. They did the yeah. Chili Dogs. You know what, chili though? Dog. Uh I, you know what I thought? So into spoilers a little bit. This is stupid spoiler, but I, whenever he said the mushroom planet, I think that was a nod to Mario. That was a jab at Mario. I think honestly, I, I liked it. It definitely had to be a jab at Mario, at least a nod to the rivalry. Yes. Yes. Like, like look, Sonic is probably the, the second most important video game character or video game made because that game, Sonic blew open the doors from a 90 some odd percent market share Nintendo had in America, you know, at the time. And it's Sonic that helped like how, how Sega worked with Sony and Sony ended up going, cause Sony was going to work with Nintendo and then Nintendo shafted them and they started working with Sega and Sega took, Sega got to the point where they had a little over 50% market share of the video game market in America, knocking Nintendo down from their throne. And it's because of that that really paved the way for, like, I think Sony and like how even Atari tried to come back at a point in the 90s and stuff. Uh, you got Microsoft with Xbox and all that stuff really came through, at least as far as consoles, consoles go. So um, it's a very important character. And, uh, yeah, like this – this this did the damn thing, yeah. and um, so I, I'm at least gonna rate. I didn't rate it yet. I, I'll give it. I, I feel like you, uh, Aaron. It's four out of five as an adult, five out of five as a kid. Like definitely, and it's it's definitely the best video game adaption I think. Yeah, I've ever seen. I'll tell you this: kids in my theater fucking loved it, and I didn't yell at anyone because I mean, obviously it was a kids movie, and the only people talking were kids. There was a kid next yeah. to me I wanted to punch in his stupid little face. Him and his fucking dumbass yeah. dad because he kept pulling his chair in and out and he wanted to leave and the dad was trying to watch the movie and I'm like, just take your fucking kid and leave. Like, if he was talking because yeah. he was excited, like, a bunch of kids were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, whenever he would do something cool or, like, when he blew up the car, you know, and did all that stuff. This little kid was just talking, like, I want to leave and I'm like, get out then, go, you little asshole. And he was right next to me. I was so mad. But uh, kids were loving it. Like, that's why I was saying, like, for me, you know, we're not kids, so like I would assume it's a good one. But I watched these kids, you know, I listened to these kids love it, and it's a good. It it, it had a coherent enough story. There's like some stupid stuff, like you know, if he had the ring, why didn't he just throw the ring in his cave? Why did he have to leave to go to, you know, Tom's house? Um, 
But it was great to see James Marsden. I love James Marsden, you know, Cyclops and uh, Rex from Sex Drive, one of my favorite uh, 2000s road trip comedy movies. Have any of you guys seen? Well, you haven't no, seen No, I haven't seen it. Seth, have you seen Sex Drive? It's got Clark Duke in it, the kid from um, Hot Tub Time Machine, the one that was playing. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't think I did, though. I don't think I did. Dude. James Marsden in that movie plays the the main character's brother whose car they steal to go impress a girl. That's the whole thing. This kid wants to fuck this girl he met on the internet, on MySpace. And so he steals his brother's car because in his MySpace pictures, he would Photoshop his face on like a buff-ass body and then say that was his car. So he wanted to go <laughs> meet this girl, right? And his brother's like a dirt bike uh, com- competition dude. And so he's away with the parents, you know, doing dirt bike stuff. And he just like knows that his brother stole the car because his brother asked him to borrow it and so then he's he's like oh he's gonna take my car so then he rides his dirt bike and he rides it to the house and as he runs up he fucking jumps off it and it like slides down the street sparking and for the rest of the movie anytime he shows up you just see his fucking dirt bikes like sliding behind the back or like he constantly just ghost rides his dirt bike and (coughs) he's just like a douchebag like homophobic guy that ends up being gay or whatever but like his character is just so funny in that movie, man. It's uh, that's a that's a great movie. It's you know it doesn't age well in terms of jokes just for now, but if you can get past that kind of shit, it's really funny. And watch yeah. the fucking director's cut. The if you watch the director's cut, they the two directors, or the I think they're writer director team. They come. They have a little message. They're like, look, growing up, we always got the director's cut because that meant more tits, you know, like more nudity. And he's like, but then. You know, they'll be like one titty. And they're like, not us. We decided if you're going to do it, we're going to show more tits. And they have like a little green screen titty. And they're like, and more dicks. And they have a gigantic guy with like a 11-inch dick. And so throughout the movie, like they just interchange scenes with like in one part, Clark Duke gets uh, caught cheating with some guy's wife. And he gets chased out of the house. And he's like running. He's strapped to like a headboard of a bed. And so every time they cut, he's running through a cornfield. And then they just cut, and it's a super dark black guy with a humongous dick. And it's so they just like, oh, that's his dick. He's just running through. And then they green that's screen great. in just naked people. Like, they stop at a gas station, and there's just four naked girls looking at a map. And there's like a naked dude in the background. So it's just, it's funny. But um, James Marsden was good in this. I, you know, he's like, he's the, you know, he's Sonic's friend. He's like the the human uh, lead. Um and I got to say, I really liked him and his wife's relationship in this movie quite a bit. Like, Yeah, it was fun. They didn't do anything where it's like, oh, no, mm. Sonic being around made them break up. Now we have to fix that. Like, that's not they mm. don't do the cliche thing of that. Like, she, they're just supportive of each other, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, mm. And her sister wasn't even really a moment where she like questioning him yeah. too much or anything like that. Basically he showed up and he like explained everything and we just moved past it. It's fine. Yeah. Sonic was Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The uh John John Ralphio. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh yeah, I don't know. I I mean the voice was really good. I just I thought it had a lot of jokes that were actually funny. You know, like a lot of jokes worked for a, an adult and kids, I'm sure, you know, I heard them laughing too, but like there were jokes that obviously were for adults that uh, were funny. Uh, the action was good. I think Jim Carrey was great, like especially at the end, man, when he's full Robotnik mode, it was so good. Yeah. I thought for sure, 
I, I, in the middle of the movie, especially when he got the, the, the electrically charged hair from Sonic, I was like, are we going to get Metal Sonic? Oh. I, I, thought, I thought for a second we might see Metal Sonic. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, shit. Like, that would be fun if they did it. But, I mean, I kind of liked that they didn't. In fact, it, it was very, like, classic, like, oh, Robotnik in his little machine thing. And even at the end, he rolls into a ball and just bangs him around. It's yeah. exactly how you fight the boss at the end of the game, like how you fight Robotnik. Yeah. Like, again, just faithfully to the comics. There's a scene where he gets hit and loses all his rings, and you even have the sound effect. Like, yeah, it's it's fucking dope. He gets the he gets his shoes from the little girl. Um and you know, towards the end of it, that was that was pretty dope as well. Like, there's a lot of things that they just did right as a video game adaption. And then, like again, too, like you were saying, the the, the mushroom planet clearly a nod to the rivalry that Nintendo and Sega had for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's how I took it. So yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty dope. Like yeah, a lot of good stuff there. Um, I did you guys notice in the very beginning that the guys coming after him were echidnas? They were like knuckles uh, race. Mm-hmm. The kind ones of, that yeah, were shooting—they yeah, yeah. were them. You, if you looked at their hands, they had the little spikes, and they had like the dreadlocks. Um, which, I think they even said that that the the turn and kidneys too. I, I think. Yeah. Did, did they call them that? I don't remember, but I really liked the owl lady. Like, I think the the art on all those characters looked realistic, like they could exist in the world, but they were designed really well. Like, she was really cool. I'd love to see, I'd love to have seen her fight or something. You know. Um, I don't know if she's in any of she in any of the shows or anything because I'm not no. too familiar with some of the lore. No, I believe of the games and things. I believe they what? made her for the movie. Yeah. Um, I do. I did want to see Tails. Like I was hoping we'd get a post credit scene with Tails or something. But we did. Wait, there we was. We did. Yeah, we did. Oh, I didn't stay. Yeah, um, yeah you should have stayed towards the end. Like they did a post credit scene where. Jim Carrey was in the Mushroom Planet. I saw then that. Then they did a few credits after that, and they cut to Tails jumping down with a little gadget in his hand, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta find Sonic!" Like, you know, something happened, you know, or something like that. Wait, really? And then he 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 Tracking flies Sonic. off. His tail spins in a helicopter, <gasps> and he flies off. Yeah, dead. no. Yeah, like Player Two. Yeah. I read online that the the only credit scene was the Jim Carrey one, so I, I left after that. Oh, no, there no. was actually one after all the credits too, but it wasn't it wasn't anything. No, that's what I read was the one post 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 credit was like meh. So I was like, yeah, it's just a sound or something probably. I'll I'll wait for it later. No, I wanted to see Tails. Yeah, Tails was like right after the yes. main credits. That's awesome. And Tails look Tails look great. Like, Tails did look looks good. good. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll probably get uh, a second movie. I I read somewhere they did about uh, seventy million. Yeah, but then today I just looked and it's fifty eight. But, uh, but it, well, no, I think that's the week. I think they did sixty five, including Thursday, something like that. That's what I read online. Which is cool, you know. It, it's the biggest video game mm. film opening, and I'm I'm glad because what I want, what I was worried about is like these people, you know, kind of risked everything to give people what they wanted. Um, and redesign you know do the redesign and stuff so i'm glad that like people went out you know people showed up because you know the fear is that they do that they sacrifice time and money and then no one goes and sees it and then it's like oh all that is fucking hot air but this helps for the future especially for established things you know like it it shows that like if you do justice to uh, even just something so simple as aesthetics People will show up for it. Like fans are there, you know. Um, mm. 
so yeah, I'm I'm glad, and it was a lot better than I thought. Just because you know the trailer can't really do justice. You can't really they don't you know they didn't give a lot away and whatever. I knew uh, Robotnik was going to be fun. Like we you know we knew it was going to look and and feel good, but. Um, yeah, opening weekend domestic was uh, fifty eight thousand. Uh, gross was seventy five. Sorry, fifty eight million. million. Uh, gross was uh, seventy five million. Oh, there you go. Worldwide there. gross was one hundred twenty five million. Perfect. Nice. I watched nice. it in the um that special theater. Prime. Prime. Yeah. The AMC, AMC Prime. Prime, which is like the mm. Dolby Atmos Plus. Yeah, whatever. it's got the really good sound. It sounded awesome. Yeah, it, like it. It really did sound like uh, it. It made Sonic sound like have more depth to the sound, yeah. and like when he's running and stuff like that. Um, mm. I also love that they use some of the music uh, near the end uh, yeah. when he went upstairs. But I'm with you, Seth. I really enjoyed that. Like this epic battle at the end was just him bouncing off the thing. Like literally the the last fight, you know, for a, a robotic boss fight. You just jump and mm-hmm. bounce off him, and you know. Like there was a good lead up where there was fighting and there was all this stuff going on, but then that's how it ends is perfect. I think that was like the perfect way mm-hmm. to do it. Where, you know, had they just done it, he just bounced off it three times and then he dies, you know, and then explodes or whatever. Great, but I'm glad they like had a build up and like they at least gave a fight mm-hmm. and then that's the ultimate solution. But I did know from the beginning of the movie that the end was going to be Robotnik. Robotnik gets kicked through to the mu- mushroom planet. Like I knew that from mm-hmm. the first time he said it. I'm like, oh, that's how we're going to get rid of him. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. you know they won't kill him. Uh, I was I was kind of hoping to see. I, I, maybe next movie we might see Metal Sonic. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely. He's he's set to make Metal Sonic for yeah, sure. Yeah, because he like, has he, the quill too. So yes, he can make mm-hmm. a fast thing. You know, he can make something that is as fast. I did like so that. The- was actually a cool scene. It was kind of similar to the uh, Justice League with Superman and Flash, where Flash is moving fast and then Superman starts turning to see him. Yeah, yeah. Like apparently yeah. because Robotnik had that that quill, he he had that uh, piece of hair from him. Like he was able to like move almost with Sonic in his super speed mode. That was I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> they did uh, <coughs> rip off Quicksilver scene like yeah. almost to a T. But they did it in a comedic okay. way, which was fun, you know. Like, and it's for little kids, so it's yeah, not as violent, yeah. you know. I love yeah, that they pulled yeah. the guy's underwear onto the fan, though. That was fun, like you know, mm. gave him the ultimate wedgie. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. It was good. I'm excited to see a sequel. I hope we get a good sequel with, uh, you know, full Robotnik mode, uh, you know, puffy mustache, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So theories. Guys, question. Do you think we could possibly see a door open up to a Smash Brothers movie? I mean, technically with the rings, they, you know, you could theorize anything could. at this point. It, it, I'm wondering if like there's a Mario movie in the works, right? It's completely animated, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, from what I heard. So, I mean, hell, if that does good, I mean, like, I I don't think it's out the realm of possibility to maybe not a Smash Bros. movie. I think that's a little too ambitious, but you never know. It, it could, I, it, it's not that it couldn't happen, but um, I think it'd be kind of cool if we see, because we do see in games Sonic and Mario have games together. Yeah, they have like the like Sonic Olympics and Mario and Olympics and... Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I would love to see a crossover too. Like if they made a yes. movie, it would be fun to just see Mario and Sonic. Like even if it's just cameos in each other's movies, like a quick mm-hmm. like scene with Ben Schwartz, you know, running as Sonic running through like, oh, uh, came to the wrong world, you know, just okay. 
Uh, I could see him doing that in like, you know, the opening credits was interesting because it showed like all these Sega games, like Altered Beast. I think yeah. it was like one of the first ones you've seen. And as it zoomed Virtual out, Fighter. I think even Shinmu w- was, was on yeah. there too. Golden right. Axe was there. Yeah. Which, yeah so Axe. like, it would be kind of cool to see him run through worlds like you were saying, and maybe just even seeing these other Sega owned property worlds and stuff like that. Even just yeah. glimpses of, of some of them. Yeah. You know? Was Sonic like, was in uh, Wreck-It Ralph? think so no i don't think i didn't watch i don't know um i didn't see the second one and the first one i remember it was like street fighter characters and it was like a few others but i I don't i don't think sonic was there man could you imagine just a quick like sonic throwing rings like because you know in part two it would be great yeah like you said just have a chase scene where he's just trying to get away and he's running world to world, and he's just throwing the coins, and then he runs, and you just hear, rise from your grave. And it's like creepy <laughs> graveyard, and you just see like a giant lizard man or a werewolf, you know, throwing punches with fire coming off it. That'd be really funny. Sonic was yeah. in Wreck-It Ralph. He was in, um, he was in the oh, lobby. Ralph talked to him. Yeah. Mm. I wonder who did mm. his voice. Yeah, that's what I'm looking up right now. <laughs> um yeah, so yeah, then, that'd be pretty good. I mean, there's still a lot of things to mine, like Chaos Emeralds, uh, Shadow. They you said have Knuckles. The, you have a lot of different stuff to go. The It'd direct, be interesting to see where they go with it. The director said he'd want to bring in uh, Knuckles in like a, in the next movie and do kind of like a prequel to this, like to to set him up and then bring him in. Mm. Um, not like a prequel whole movie, but probably a sequence or something. I I, I just saw a headline on the article, um, mm. but yeah, I really liked it. Um, it makes me excited for better video game movies. I was totally in love with uh, Doctor Eggman. Oh yeah, totally in love. Yeah, I like that he called him Eggman too. Yeah, I know. And it, and it was because of the the uh, the drones that he makes. They're like yeah, egg shaped. Yeah. It wasn't just because you know. I ain't gonna lie. Like maybe I'm just wrong, but I always thought he called him Eggman because he was fucking fat. Yeah, that was like an egg like gut. Like th- that's kind of what I assumed. Yeah, but he was just shaped. Did it like... to where? No, no, no. His drones are like egg shaped. So like, was that always the case, or did it just this movie do that? No, in this in this movie, uh, it it was just because of the drones, but uh, mm-hmm. but only outside of Japan, uh, he was called Doctor Robotnik. Everywhere else, he was called Doctor Eggman. Eggman. Yeah, I think it was just his name. Um, but uh, did you guys like the part where he said, "Look what comes out of my sack," which was or whatever? That was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. but... <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty great. I remember kind of taking a step back when he said that. And I was like, all right, man, what's in your fucking sack? I love when he was dancing and then he sees the guy watching him and screams. That part was really funny. Um, did anyone else notice the the overuse of uh, like advertising? Oh, yeah. Like, you mean uh, Olive Garden? Olive Garden? Yeah. Was where definitely. You're, where you're, when you're here, your family, like that's a weird one. Yeah. They probably needed that money for the reshoots, you know, to do the re-animations. Uh, yeah. But even the car... It was a good mm-hmm. joke at the end, though. Like, when the government comes and gives them the... Yeah, you know. a $50 <laughs> gift pretty card. good. Uh, but, like, even the car, the Toyota, yeah. Tundra, mm-hmm. um, you mm, know... Yeah, there was a bunch you of... You know, one, one thing I had... The only problem, and it's really just a stupid nitpick thing, but it's like, there was the scene where Sonic... It needs to get his rings, and they're at the top of the building, outside. Yeah, just run up the building, dude. 
Yeah, but he like runs. He's like, oh, I can't get in there. You got to help me get in there. And I was like, wait, you could definitely run up the side of this building. I know that for sure. Like, there's no fucking way you just can't run. And that that was the only part where I was like, okay. But the scene was funny, having him in the bag, and you know they thought it was his kid to keep it in the bag. Well, I mean, shit. It's also weird that he runs all the way to the Pacific Ocean in two seconds and back, and it's like he's like, I can't yeah. find it. You gotta help me. Uh, you could run the entire city. You just ran five hundred yes. miles in two seconds. Run around the city. <laughs> you saw the building. It's pretty obvious, but you know, again, yeah. it needs the plot to happen. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never did think of Sonic though as like being on par with like the Flash or something like that. His speed. I just always thought he was just he was fast. I don't know if I ever really thought of him as that fast. Yeah, I didn't think of him. Like, in the game, you don't run 80,000 miles an hour. You run, you know, like, 100 miles an hour, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like I like it. It's cool. It's fine. Like, I didn't have no problem with it. But it's just, I just never really thought of him as being that fast. So, it's just an interesting take to have. Speed of it sound is. is what they're saying his, uh, his speed is. Which is, what, 600? 767 700. miles per hour. Six, so yeah, it's wait. definitely not fast enough to stop time like the way he did and do no. all those things. I don't, I don't think. No. Seven hundred, yeah, for sure. That's the speed so. of light. No, yeah, that's the speed of sound. Oh, yeah, that's the speed, the speed of sound. Of sound. Is slower. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was actually. I've been reading this comic called um, um, Irredeemable. Are you familiar with that at all? Heard of it, not read it. So. It's 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 basically a Superman story. Like, what if Superman was like a super villain? So uh, the reason why I bring it up though is because there's a point in it where instead of Superman growing up like in a family and a farm and stuff like that, this guy grows up in an orphanage and he has all these different families who who like try to adopt them, but then when they see his powers, they're like terrified of him. So like one family, he's like. Um, uh, no, look, I'm I'm gonna like basically hold her hostage into loving him, kind of deal, right? He's he's a very twisted Superman as he grows up. So he like goes to school and he like listens. He'll just like listen to her, like whatever she's doing. It's like she's terrified. So she sneakily, while he's at school, gets a gun and goes to shoot herself. And by the time he realizes it, he tries to run home because he's that fast, but. The speed of sound is slower than how fast he can go. So by the time the the sound traveled uh, enough for him to hear it, he got back there in a split second, but wasn't able to stop the bullet from entering her skull, and she killed herself because she was being held hostage by this Superman. That's child. fucking crazy. It's a really good book. I I would strongly suggest it if you want something to read. It's um, it's a Superman that basically in like a different world he's a plutonic or plutonian man or something like he's just plutonian or something like that and, it, and it's it's like but he's basically superman he has all the power sets and everything like that and but he just like snaps because of the the, the book unfolds like a mystery like you start slowly seeing why he snaps and everything and it's a really good read so yeah i'll definitely yeah, check it out um speaking of comics why don't we go over birds of prey with you two guys talking about it and then we'll do a review uh, i mean uh we'll read a review that we got on itunes and then we'll get the hell out of dodge well uh just to conclude on sonic uh sonic one two and three reported speeds in excess of 767 miles per hour um Mm. that's 1234 uh 
kph for the rest of the world the Sonic Adventure DX manual lists his top speed at 3,840 miles per hour. Whoa. Yeah, that is stupid fast. The whole time slowing down thing is just weird anyways. Like, I don't know I don't know how that works. It's his perception of time, not really time slowing down. It's that he's moving so fast. I, I don't know. It's the same thing as the Flash. I don't, I don't watch the Flash. You don't know the story of the Flash? I mean, he just runs, and then he can vibrate through space and time. Yeah. Wait, how fast did you say um, Sonic was? 3,000. Oh, from something. the Sonic DX is 3,000. So he's faster than the Flash. It looks like Alan's top speed is Mach 3.3 or 2,532 miles per hour. Damn. So, uh, yeah, they made uh, Sonic faster than the Flash. <laughs> The blue so blur. I can't stop time. Yep. Um, all right. So, Birds of Prey, what did you think? You guys give your scores and then we'll talk. I'm going to give it a probably a. Can we, are we doing halves? I did half. I did a 3.5. 3.5, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I, I'd go four. I'll give it a four. I'm a generous. I felt like they tried to take everything from uh, Suicide Squad that actually worked and just copy it. Um, other than that, uh, you know, it, it was it was I I just left it felt like it was lacking something. Yeah, mm. I think a big uh, fight probably like you know they had the fight with like all the people, but like a villain to fight would have been cool because you know Black Glove or Black Mask, sorry, not Black Glove, Black Mask was more of a let Zaz do my fighting for me. But I I really like Victor Zaz in that quite a bit. Yeah, um, I will say that's kind of. How he always kind of is, though. He's not really a fighter. Black yeah, yeah. Mask. He's more of a, you know, a, a like a mob boss that, you know, they don't get their hands. I mean, he gets his hands dirty if he has to, but um, I will say Huntress was such a ripoff of um, uh, Drax. The, like, I don't understand jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, so that's my bae. What is she in? She was Huntress. She was... um. She was in Fargo season three. Yes, yes. She yes. was in uh, Death Proof. She was the cheerleader. Ramona Flowers. Ramona Flowers uh-huh. from Scott Pilgrim. Uh, she was in Final Destination three. Uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. Um, mm. I just think she's awesome. I think she's super hot. I too. would like to see Ray Montoya become the question like she is in the books, in the comic books. Uh, if they're going to keep her around, yeah. I kind of hope she goes that direction. That it, would be interesting. It was um, cool to see her just because she was, isn't she originally from the cartoon? Wasn't she a character that was created? Yes. Yeah. She was created in the animated series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super cool. Harley Quinn was too. Uh, yes, yeah. she, she was as well. You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Paul Mar- Dini. But Margot Robbie, I mean, that scene in the, um, the police station. So good. It, it was so good. Uh, the whole yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. In the evidence locker, everything. Yeah. I uh, did the fighting guys from the John Wick movies touch up the they because they came back and did reshoots on the fight scenes. Yeah, I think and so. I think they hired the the guys who do the fight scenes for the um the fight scenes for John Wick. They hired those guys to do the fight scenes here. You know what they said? Is that damn it? Oh man, that's broken. <laughs> People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really <laughs> had an answer. But now, yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> um, I uh, I I liked in this that 
they did show like the back of Joker and he has like the purple coat when he's given the tattoo to the clown face guy. But then all of the pictures and drawings are like Joker Joker, like classic comic Joker. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, there weren't Le- th- there weren't Leto Joker. Yeah. I'll say this. That, see, to me, I didn't think I didn't think this was a rip on Suicide Squad. Like for me, I thought this is what Suicide Squad should have been. Hundred percent. Suicide Squad should have been a more contained, smaller story. Like, have have y'all ever read the comics of Suicide Squad? Negative. Okay, so I've I've read a good bit of them, at least in the New Fifty Twos, and then some of the after because Harley Quinn got introduced as Suicide Squad in the New Fifty Two version. That's kind of where that started from because she wasn't a red like in the old Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn was never part of it. Like like you just said, she wasn't even a character until the nineties in the animated Batman TV show. So like in the Suicide Squad, they typically deal with these offshoot like more. Not like into the world nonsense that the Suicide Squad movie was. So this was more of just a personal story of Harley Quinn that I thought I thought was pretty good. The other thing I really liked about it is the fact that Harley Quinn did not become a Birds of Prey. Yep, I agree. People need to stop making her a hero. She's not. She's a terrible person. And the movie kept saying that. I'm yeah. a terrible person. Yeah, you are a terrible person. And I but do, you're fun to watch. And I do like that she still even says, like, I, you know, by the end she's like, I'm not that bad, huh? But it's like, she's like, I'm a terrible person. I just didn't necessarily want to kill a kid that I didn't have to. Which, you know, yeah. I like that she embraces that she's crazy, too. Like, she's just like, yeah, I have, like, I have mental illness. But then she's also still, like, I love the part where she breaks that guy's fucking legs and is like, I have a PhD, you dick. Like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah or yeah, or dope. she evaluates people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she uh, Margaret Robbie definitely like she is Harley Quinn. Yeah, she 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 reminds me, and, and the movie did kind of feel Deadpoolish in a way, but it also I also think it had its own voice. Like I I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like it was a complete rip, but it it, it felt like inspired by. I, I yeah. don't know if I would say it's a complete rip of Deadpool, but just the way that Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Like he's definitely has a passion for the character she does for Harley Quinn. And that comes through. And that was something I really enjoyed about it as well. Uh, I mean, this is probably the best DC movie of the DC universe movies. I agree. That, I that think they've probably done. I think Wonder Woman with, will give it a run. But Wonder Woman's I mean, got that he, horrible villain. Like the ending yeah, is so nah, bad. Wonder Woman was not like it was good, but it wasn't like it fell into the tropey bad guy shit. Like I, at least like this villain, like Black Mask, was interesting, dude. And, and the way was, they the way they killed him was so good. Like the perfect yeah. moment. She's like, Oh, I got your ring. And then Margot, you know, then Harlequin's like, Oh shit. And literally kicks him off and he just fucking explodes into like body parts and blood. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it was dope. It, you know, it was good. You know what I was saying is like, I'm glad we didn't get a Batman cameo, but I would have mm. loved a Robin cameo. How good yes. would like an eight year old kid fighting Harley Quinn play in this movie? It would have been so funny to me. It would have been awesome. Have you ever seen the animated Harley Quinn show? No, not yet. I don't have DC uh, Universe or whatever, but you I hear it's really good. Really watch that, and you're that what you just said happens, and oh, it's man. fantastic. The show is really fucking good, and it really just jokes on the whole Gotham. 
like world. Like you talking about like this would be a great Gotham world of everything. That Harley Quinn animated show is really good in that. Where like they make fun of Bane. Bane's always like, "Oh, that football stadium! I'm going to blow it up!" <laughs> like, and he's doing he's doing the Bane voice from the fucking movie. Yeah, and they're constantly making fun of him. He's like, "That Smoothie King guy! I'm going to blow him up!" <laughs> like, he just wants to blow everything up. It, it's hilarious. And then there's a thing where Harley Quinn's trying to find her her um, nemesis kind of deal. So then, like, eight-year-old Robin comes up, and he's like, hey, I'm America. I'm the sweet potato pie of Gotham <laughs> City. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're the sweet potato pie. And he's like, yeah, and Harley Quinn's my nemesis. And she's like, fuck that. I don't <laughs> want this eight-year-old kid to be my fucking nemesis. So, like, it, there's a whole thing in it. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, so, I just um, – is, is that still on the same beat as Teen Titan? No. It, it's adult. It's it's no, it, it's it's like the first scene – is Joker and Harley crashing these rich people's thing. And Joker is wearing one of the guy's faces and like takes oh, it no. off and starts like joking with it and stuff. And it's like, it's like violent, but it's like a like joke per minute type deal, but it's, it's good. It's, it's pretty well written um, animated show. And Kali Cuckoo, Cuckoo does the voice, right? The chick from, um, or the lady from um, Big Bang Theory, I think, does yes. Harley's voice. And she does pretty good yeah. voice as well, too. Like, it's it's really good. And Kite Man is in the fucking show <laughs> in a big way, which is amazing, especially if you've, like, read the war and jokes and riddles. And you'll get the Kite Man reference of that. And, like, they that show finds obscure comic book shit but again to, to into it again that's yeah. what this movie showed me was like gotham yes. is such a degenerate city like it's such a it, it's in such a spiral that batman can't fight everything so it's such a ripe world for like little stories like this movie where it's like you know black mask isn't some kind of like end of the world villain he's just some guy trying to get more power you know and like maybe batman's not necessarily trying to stop him or is you know, not actively fighting him. He's like building a case or, you know, doing detective shit where like there's so much going on in Gotham, man. And there's so many opportunities like to have these side stories. And I think that's where the cinematic universe should go because Superman Mm -hmm. sucks, man. Superman as a movie, it's hard to relate. He's like a Hulk. It doesn't, he's not a human. He doesn't have weakness. It's like, it's really hard to relate to him, but Batman is dealing been, with real people. They've been working some stuff with recent Superman comics and things like that that I think he's become more interesting. Not ne- not necessarily more relatable, but definitely more interesting. Uh, but I guess it's teach his own, but you're right. I mean, personally, I did like Man of Steel. I like Batman versus Superman. Uh, I like had Batman. Problems with the ending. I had problems with the ending of Batman versus Superman doing Doomsday. And I'll say this, the, the uncut... Batman versus Superman. They had a little more Clark Clint, a little more balance. That like I I, I Dude, did enjoy those two movies. I'll say this, man. Batman v Superman has five or you know three minutes of my favorite Batman shit I've seen in a movie because it's comic book Batman. He's literally grappling, hooking around and shit. Yeah, and that around. that fucking fight scene in the warehouse is yeah. so good. I loved watching that. Yeah, uh, yes, I'm with it you. Is. Batman v Superman, I didn't actually hate as much as Man of Steel. Man of Steel annoyed me in a, in a lot of ways. There's a lot of problems with it, but Henry Cavill's great in that. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying Superman sucks as a character. It's hard to sell him in a movie because the stakes are hard to build because you're in a yeah. constrained time. Like the comics, they can set up these villains for, you know, 
50 issues before it really gets crazy, you know, and they've got more time to flesh things out. But like Superman's like Goku, man. <laughs> it's hard to feel fear for him, you know. But um, mm. just seeing this movie, like the fact that there's an abandoned, you know, fun house in the middle, like that, that used to be Joker's area and like Harley having hyenas, like all this stuff points to where you could see so many cool movies and so yeah. many cool things that could be done. Even TV shows, you know, anything like yeah. even just a live action world. There's so much to it, but they're, they're knocking on the door. This movie knocked on the door of what the animated Harley Quinn show is doing. Like the animated Harley Quinn show is really good in the, and like you're, you're basically saying what the show is doing and is what the movie needs to do. And it's embrace the okay. Gotham world and have fun with it. And even go find those really obscure Batman or the Gotham characters that will probably never show up in a movie. Yeah, because they're have just fun with them. Yeah, they're not strong it, enough. They can't be, you know, a villain. So it's like they can't have enough time. You know, they can't waste part like, of a the two Condiment hour movie. King should pop up <laughs> in a Harley Quinn movie. Well, that's for like sure. that's like the Toy Man or what a toy um, the guy that Mark Hamill played in Flash, like. You know that's a that's a Batman character. I think no, a Toy Master. I think that is actually a Flash. No, character, Toy but. Master is actually uh he was like a Superman villain. There was a, there's a Toy Master. There's a toy character that's a Superman villain. But then there's another one in the animated series of Batman. There's the the Gray Ghost episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, and that's that a good episode. That is a toy maker guy who's like, but he's like a fan of the show. Yeah, and he makes toys and stuff that attack and all that kind of shit. But I don't think there's a necessarily a villain. That, that that specifically uses the toys like that, but I mean they could definitely find like obscure villains and stuff like that that don't get as much love, and put those in Harley Quinn movies and do some interesting things with that, and and you got something there. Yeah, you could do so, a uh, fucking definitely. you know you and I'm not a big Dick Grayson fan, but Nightwing could have you know because he fights in Blum what is it Bloodhaven, you know there's yeah. a whole segment of Gotham that's like Batman doesn't go to. And so Dick Grayson goes and is like, I'm going to be the guy, the Batman of this area. And he is, you know, like there's there's just a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, Harlequin was good. Hopefully they, they did enough money to get more, you know, and they've learned how to advertise it better. Because I think the problem that happened is they did the, the trailers weren't great for it. Uh, and they just really didn't put an advertising push like they threw this movie out in fe like February or late January, February, which is like January is the dumping ground for shit movies. Everybody knows that. So you, when you see something coming out, you just assume it's going to be bad. And they, mm -hmm. they did not do a, a service to this movie. It was a good, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. The trailers were a little weak. Uh, like I was all, always on the fence about this movie from the jump. The other problem is the DCEU. It, no, yeah. <sighs> For as big of a DC Comics fan I, that I am, because I read a lot of DC Comics and then a lot of like independent comics, I don't read as much Marvel. For all that I'm into, I really can't make heads or tails of what they're doing with the DCEU movie universe. So another factor that hurts that movie is like, why should I care? Because the, the movie universe is so scattered. Like it's, I hear people tell me, Oh yeah, Shazam is like a, a thing on its own, but yet Shazam movie references like the Justice League stuff, yeah. and even Superman in the suit yep. sits down with them at school. Yep. So it's like, well, wait, it's in the universe. Um, Harley Quinn in this movie pulls out a Daddy's Girl T-shirt, and also uh, there is a, the the exact scene from Suicide Squad of her jumping into the vat. 
right? Yeah, yeah. But this but, is but the but same then, universe. Then we're, we're hearing that um, uh, shit. What's his name is is doing the move the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, uh, yeah, um, he's yeah. doing a Suicide Squad movie, and it's a reboot. No, so, so well, what? Wait. He's not rebooting. He said he's just not bringing back uh, okay. all the characters. Uh, uh, Deadshot's okay. not coming back. He's just doing a different Suicide Squad. So you know, I I think what they're doing is they're soft rebooting a lot of stuff, but they're keeping the stuff that worked. So yeah. they're recasting Batman. See, and the, that's that's the new Fifty Two. The the new Fifty Two tried to do that, where they rebooted in the comics. But kept a few things that they wanted. Everybody fucking really hated the New 52. I mean, I liked certain storylines from the New 52 comics. But, like, there was some other ones, especially, like, with Superman, that people were not fans of. So so it's like the movies are like, let's do that. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if you just do that. It's going to be weird. And I think that is just off-putting to the to like general audiences things like that because like when Marvel comes it's an event people have been following it everybody knows there's a clear direction there's, there's like a clear vision of what's going on with that so, DC movies do not have that uh, so I think that's also a missing piece of what brings people in to for those like higher dollars like I think the Harley Quinn movie has broken budget. Like it's, 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 it's covered its budget and it's going to be profitable. I think, I think at the end of the day it's going to be profitable. It's just not going to be comic book movie profitable. And that's going to be the issue. So, so. W- what I think is they should allow the movies that have existed to exist in universe until they want, you know, they'll do a crisis on infinite earths or something to kind of like wipe out to actually do a reboot. But like, to me, just swap Batman out. Just have it be Pattinson. We've done it years in the, you know, like every Batman movie before these, you know, before the Nolan Batmans, those all took place in the same universe and had different actors. You know what I mean? They all were the same universe. So it's like, to me, I would write a new Batman, uh, you know, do the new Pattinson Batman, have it be a prequel to the, you know, Ben Affleck Batman. And then you just have him come in and and take over as batman and you just write better movies now like take it for what it is like look i mean we had hulk movies that are technically in universe for marvel that they recast you know ed norton and eric banna um and because i mean general ross from the recasting is not the problem it's the actual story beats that are the problem like how do you make sense of a batman that we saw in justice league that's old and now we have a young batman and then like like some of the some of the other story beats of, of things there, like like the recasting, I don't think is the issue I'm having. It, it's just like, what are we keeping from this world, and what makes sense, and what doesn't? Well, you know, like it, like is Robert Pattinson going to be playing old Batman? I mean, that's a that's a tricky one. But I would say, like in terms of Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn, they didn't necessarily involve in any of that stuff, so we could ignore it. It's the problem is that Wonder Woman is so successful and Gal Gadot is so good That's, as Wonder Woman, and yeah, then man. Aquaman was successful. Uh, I don't think Ezra Miller Fla- Ezra Miller Flash is still happening, but it may. I don't know. I think so because he popped up in the CW. Oh, you're right. He popped that was up so as cool. A cameo where the Flash is met. So apparently they still. I don't think. And I heard that DC the the movie department called the C, the the TV department and asked. To have that happen. By the way, I don't I, think you do that. I don't. You... I don't watch the show, but man, I watched that scene and it was so cool. Just to like, just that they did it. You know what I mean? 
it was such a good little moment. And I, you know, Ezra Miller, I don't think is a very good Barry, like very good as Barry Allen. I think he should have been Wally West because he's just young. But uh, he he's a very charming and likable actor. You know what I mean? I think his his uh, flash is really fun. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, that's... Uh, it's, it's 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 it is what it is. But no, I think it's I agree. Uh, Harley Quinn worth a watch, definitely. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this up. We uh, have one new review that we're gonna read. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, you could write us in at facebook.com forward slash nerds of podcast. Our Twitch, which we don't go on, is Nerds of Podcast. Instagram is Nerd Podcast. And YouTube, Nerds of Podcast. And our email is nerdsofpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we haven't had an email in a bit, but that's okay. Um, so we got an email from Min Rice Bowl. Uh, it's a five star, so thank you, Min. Um, it says, titled, I stole this phone. It says, This is my daughter's phone, but I swiped it to write this review. Love the show. Hope your asshole gets better. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, it's it's not 100% better, but, you know, uh, I may have to get one more little procedure. This is a... a daddy stitch? It's... So, I went for my six-week follow-up, and there's a little spot that's not healed. And he said it's not the either of the original, like any of the original issue. It's where he cut to do the graft, uh, you know, and to do the incision to sew everything up. Um, it's just not healing. So he said, um, if anything, uh, he'd have to do one more small little procedure just to kind of sew that up and kind of clear it out and make sure it's good to go. And then, you know, whatever. So I'm not too worried about it. Like, what what the fuck's another surgery at this point? Yeah. Like, I'm really Add good it at on. it. I'm really good at it. Just acid on. Knack, knock me out. Wake up in another 40 minutes and it'll be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you for writing in. Seth, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks uh, for joining us. It's always us. good to have yeah. you. You're, uh, oh yeah, definitely. Anytime. We'll. I'll definitely. We'll have to have you on the next. You know, the next couple of DC news. Anything big that comes out? Because I would love to continue. Because you've got such a background in the comics, like you know a lot more than we do. So, it'll be fun yeah, to kind sure. of keep theorizing and talking about how they fix this and what they can do. You know, because the next the next time you get me on, uh, if if it's before more information comes out, a buddy of mine just shot me over. Um, the CW is doing a Superman show. Yeah, and I saw that. Pilot leaked. Did you did you see that? No. It actually sounds really fucking good. Oh, the pilot script like, leaked? Yes. Okay. And cool. it actually sounds really fucking good. So, you know, next time we ever get around doing that, whatever, we can chop that up for sure. And yeah, yeah, anything like DC. I read a lot of comics and then like the black label stuff I've been getting into with DC and things like that. So yeah, if you got something DC and you want to throw me on there, throw me on there. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, we love you guys. We love everybody in the world, all of you, except for someone, my stepdad. I oh, uh, if you don't mind me, plug oh yeah, yeah, quick. plug away, plug uh, away. Yeah, who's next gaming dot com. Uh, you can check me out over there. Uh, we've now our who's next podcast is our podcast, and I split it now. Where one episode I do movies and comics talk, and then another episode we do video game talk. And uh, so you can check us out there. You can pick if you just want movies and comics. I've got I actually got two different guys that I do movies and comics talk with and another two guys that I do video games talk with. And so just bounce between both. So pick your poison or listen to both. Um, then also a Facebook group, Movies So Bad, They're Good. Um, that guy's like 15,000 people part of that Facebook group now. That's awesome. It just keeps growing. So um, you could check them out, and then also the podcast that we do 
uh, over there. Uh, we just did Robo Wars, which is like the worst ripoff of Predator and <laughs> or maybe possibly RoboCop, uh, like both in one. It's pretty fucking terrible, but, uh, you know, pretty amazing. Uh, we have that up there. And uh, Terminator 2 is our next movie. Not Judgment Day. Some weird Italian offshoot Terminator <laughs> 2 is the name of it. And it is really fucking bad. And it's it's like it's Terminator 2, also Alien 2, also Dark something. I don't fucking know. But uh, <laughs> you, you can check out that podcast there, too. Movies so bad, they're good. We get into a bunch of stuff like that, you know, just kind of for fun and whatever. Uh, so yeah, check out all the stuff and game running too badly. That's coming back. Um, episode should be out really soon. I believe that he said he should be done most of the editing by now. So, um, that, and we'll be filming, um, uh, a request. I, I wouldn't say a request, but definitely a suggestion from Jesse. Uh, he gave me the idea for the street fighter thing. So that's the next thing we're doing. So, awesome. um, be looking forward to that as well. Thanks. Yeah. Awesome. Glad to have you. And, uh, Maybe I'll be on one of your movie ones again. The last one I did was the Resident Evil movie, and uh, okay. I forgot how bad that movie was. Like you look back and you're like, "It's actually great," and then you watch it again, you're like, "Oh, this is fucking terrible." Yeah, yeah no, it's 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 they're all rough watches, and they just progressively get worse and weirder. And um, yeah, that is not good. We'll definitely have you on for something, man. Maybe we'll get you on the bad movie one or something like that too. You 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 might be good for that one. Though. Yeah. Although some of these things are really rough watches. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to su- sure. subject that, anyone to that, right? Yeah, definitely. I'd probably just get you on a movie and comics episode too. Like we sometimes we tend to go more movies and more comics, and I think you'd be good for that. So, all right, man. All right, great. Well, thanks for coming by. Uh, we love you guys. We'll talk to you. You know, I'll be back next week with Jesse. We're we're back on track, baby. Back on track. I'm thinking I'm back.